0: A true American patriot versus a deep state Washington bureaucrat, this is shooting the shit. What's going on and welcome to shooting the shit for February 24th, 2023. How is it going? What's going on? How have you people been doing? That's right. It's the 24th of February, 2023 already, already crazy as shit. Going on a lot of stuff going on, and it has been a cool long minute since I had talked to you people. It's been a while, man. We we've had a lot of shit going on, a lot of shit to talk about, and I'm going to try to cover as much as I possibly can over what has gone on in the past, like probably month since I threw out a podcast, might have even been longer. Yeah, we had a Super Bowl where my Philadelphia Eagles, you know, I'm a Philadelphia resident here. My Eagles got beat. I shouldn't say they got beat; they beat themselves, but they got beat by the Kansas City Chiefs and uh, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes got MVP, which I don't agree upon. I don't think he did anything in that game that deserved him to be an MVP. I'd have gave it to uh, Travis Kelsey before I gave it to him, or I'd have given it to or given it to um, Kansas City's offensive line um, because they played absolute shutdown defense compared to what the Eagles played in the second half. The Eagles played horrible defense in the second half. The best defensive team all season long, the Philadelphia Eagles, absolutely broke down and shit the bed in the second half of the Super Bowl. And they lost the game. I mean, let's face it. Here's the kicker. they, they, And really quick with this. They lost by three points. Field goal. Okay? But the Eagles beat themselves where they broke down on defense throughout the whole second half. They allowed scoring. You know what I mean? They allowed things that shouldn't have been allowed. But I got I and I'm not blaming the guy completely. But Jalen Hurts handed the Kansas City Chiefs seven points. Fumbling that ball. And he and he he called himself out for it. He said it was my fault that I you know I dropped that ball. Hmm. Made a mistake. Yeah, well, you know. Kansas City had a parade. We didn't. Um, you know, back to the drawing board. Next year's another year. Nick Serrani, you might be able to do it next year, buddy. But um Wally Wallace, you know, he uh, proved he's a better coach. Anyway, let's get, uh, let's get talking on what's going on in the United States of America right now and around the world. Because we got so much shit happening. We got tragedy in our own country. We have train derailments. And I would love to be able to sit here and call these train derailments at this point in time conspiracies for the fact that, why are we having so many of them in a short amount of time? Is this sleight of hand, like I've, I've said about our government before? They're great magicians, you know? Watch what I'm doing over here so you don't watch what we're doing in this hand. And this could be a part of that. I've, I've said it before, and I'll say it again, and I'll stand behind my quotes, okay? Do I think That our government is just as corrupt as China's government, Russia's government, uh, some third world country's government? Absolutely. Do I think that our country would fabricate stories and situations in order to gain political gains or to complete an agenda of some sort? You know, propaganda bullshit? Yeah, I absolutely think so. Do I think a lot of these school shootings were were fabricated, made up? I'm not going to say them all, but I... I will bet at least one of them was fabricated. And that's a harsh thing to say. I I'm not sitting here saying it was I it definitely wasn't fake. We know it wasn't fake. Okay? I'm simply saying that if you think for a minute that your government can't fudge up something and cause havoc and chaos in order to gain an an agenda to 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 actually push for an agenda to get something done, you're absolutely naive and you're a fool. If you think that they won't do that, they can't do that. The death of American people is just like the death of Chinese people, or not Chinese, I'm sorry, Japanese people during World War II, when you talked these pilots into flying their planes into boats and stuff, kamikaze pilots. Um, Them people, they were called casualties of war. When you lost people, you gained... Possibly. The loss of life, the loss of buildings, the loss of things could, for an agenda, lead, you know, I'm never going to say a positive thing, but for somebody's agenda, it could help their agenda. And I do think our government is corrupt enough to pull something off like that. Again, like I said, I don't think... That the school situations were fake, and I, I and my heart goes out to the families. I mean, I have kids in school, and I feel the same way. If something like this happened, oh, I'd be devastated. Do I think it's fake? No. Do I think it's fabricated? Some of it? Absolutely. The train derailments in Palestine, Ohio, it's funny, It's just that's, that's ironic, Palestine. We're in Palestine. Anyway, I don't know what's ironic about it. I guess because it's a country that, you know, not, whatever. Anyway. Let's get back to it because I'm not going off the rails of this one. (laughs) No pun intended. So, train derailments, in this case, now, in that one week of the train derailment that happened a few weeks ago in Palestine, Ohio, during that week, there was two other train derailments, and then there has been other ones since then. There has been many train derailments in the United States just in this year alone, and we're only in February. Why is this happening? Is this something to push an agenda? Could it have been created? Absolutely. Are they using the fact, like today, they came across and they said that the, the uh, I'm going to say the uh, uh, Transportation Department, I guess, Pete Buttigieg, and the EPA got involved and everybody and said that this could have been 100% um, avoided. Hmm. <laughs> Is it just a cover-up for something big? Yeah, it's possibly for political gain of some sort. Listen, Joe Biden's struggling right now at the polls. (sighs) He's not going to be president in 2024. And if anybody votes for him, you're a fucking moron and a fool. You're a fool. The guy has done nothing for this country positive since he has been in office. Nothing. I ain't even going to give him credit for any of fucking... The, the, the COVID bullshit. No. Donald Trump got the fucking vaccine out and on the fuck. Joe Biden just pushed it. I was giving him credit for that. I ain't giving him credit no more for none of that shit because you know what? We're now, what, almost three years into the COVID bullshit. Now everybody's realizing it's just the fucking flu. Look at the fucking, all, all the things. You know what I'm saying? I'm running off, literally going off the tracks again, but really quick. Just look at the symptoms, look at how you cure it, look at how you treat it. It's the exact same fucking thing as the flu, and they pushed it to make it sound like it was so much harsher, so bad, and it controlled you for two and a half fucking years, and it's still controlling simple-minded people. Don't allow it to. You got stuck with the needle, and you believe in the needle, go for it. Go do it. I never got, I got the flu shot once, I got sick, never got the flu shot again, knock wood, never got the flu again. I'm not getting the fucking shot. I don't care what the fuck they say. I'm not doing it. Because it is a bunch of bullshit. It's a way to control you. And that's what the American government wants to do. That they're so keen on trying to control you. So here we go. Here's a train derailment in Ohio. It's a tragedy. It's a fucking tragedy. Pete Buttigieg, you know, your Secretary of Transportation or whatever the fuck his... his, his uh, What do you call it is? uh what you know that that that's his claim to fame or whatever the fuck they hired him for. I think it's that Secretary of Transportation or head of transportation or something. anyway, that label is is, is what he is. He never showed the fuck up literally until yesterday. Same with the EPA they they really didn't see a, a need to go. They went a little bit and then they, they claimed, oh, the air's fine to breathe yet wildlife is dying. Sea life is dying. I'm like I'm, I'm using sea life as a term, you know, in the in the rivers and the lakes around it. The, 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 these chemicals are, are flowing into the rivers and into the streams, into the ground. It killed wildlife, it killed fucking sea life or, or, or you know, fish and things of that nature. And EPS says it's fine to breathe this stuff in when this stuff is known to cause cancer. You're going to have a situation 10 years, 20 years down the road of people who lived around this area and I feel so bad for you people who live around this area and it could be a very widespread around this area. It might not be just a mile, might be 10 miles, 20 miles, 30 miles around this area to where they might be affected and they have all have cancer come 10, 20 years down the road. And I feel bad for that because our government doesn't give a flying shit about us until you finally realize that we're gonna live in a world that is just totally and completely divided. It's it's bullshit, it's screwed up. But here we are, we got a train around it These people don't show the fuck up for three, you know, for for, for weeks, because this happened a couple weeks ago. Okay, and this I want to just read quick stories about it. Uh and this is a story from the independent. Okay, and, and, and like I said, I throw out there different stories from different news sources. I go right to Google and I look up news sources and I will give you the actual written thing on Google from whatever news source it might be. This from The Independent, I'll throw shit from CNN, from NBC, from Fox News, all over the place. The New York Times, which is supposed to be the god of the papers, you know what I mean? I'll throw it from there. Then I'll put my opinion and my spin on it. That's all I do. Okay? So anybody who wants to try to come at me and go, I'm throwing out fake news or fake... No, I'm not. I'm reading you the news on what it's telling me, and I'm just putting my spin on it I'm giving it to you. So good luck with that. It's called freedom of speech, people. It's in your constitution. You remember that? I'm allowed to speak my mind on the situation at hand. I'm not bashing anybody. I'm not... Well, I I can't say I'm not bashing anybody, but I'm not making anybody, any one person, like, lose anything that they have or whatever. You know what I mean? Every single person out there has a right to speak their mind and open up and, and say something, even if it's about somebody else, to their opinion. The problem is you got too many people out there who don't understand what opinion means. Opinion, everybody has one. It's like an asshole. Okay, everybody has one of those, too. It's just a person's personal ideology on who you are, what you are, what the story might be, so on and so forth. So I put mine out there, just putting this out there, and you all know, and if you have a problem with that, unrealpodcast101 at gmail.com, that's how you can get a hold of me. You want to talk about it? We'll talk about it. I don't have any problem. If you want me to put you on here, I'll talk about you the next time I, I do a podcast, which has been spread out a little bit, but so be it. And we can talk about it you have a problem, please. But if you like my podcast and you really want to listen all the time, seriously, like it, tell your friends. If there's a like button, hit the like button. Do what you got to do. I need listeners. I need followers. Because if I don't have that, I'm going to pretty much end up just giving this up. Basically, all I do is I'm going to give you stories. And you can listen to my side of the stories through this. And I can give you my ideologies, my 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 propaganda, my ideology, my bullshit. And maybe you like it, maybe you don't. Maybe you want to criticize me. Maybe you want to, you know, pat me on the back for what I'm doing, what I'm saying. Um, some people don't like to listen to the news on the radio or watching on TV. Some people look at the right-wing media as they're just scumbags, which is one of the things I look at. I also look at the left-wing as scumbags. I look at all of it as we got to take it with a grain of salt because a lot of news stories, and there's a law behind it, they can be made up. They can be fabricated in order for a news source, all right, to gain ratings, which ratings equal money. So you got to take all your news with a grain of salt. Now, if there's a shooting here or shooting there or whatever, we know that's true. But when they turn around and they say something like, "Well, Donald Trump raped fifteen women," blah 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 blah, you got to really take that with the grain of salt and go, "Did he really?" Or is this made to fuck up to make him look bad so that we can push Joe Biden and his fucking ideology? That's where I'm going with this. And when I talk about that, I say the train derailments and how they can be fabricated in order to push an agenda, you know, the propaganda behind trying to prove that Joe Biden and his ideologies actually, he was true. He was trying to do something. Now, hear me out. Donald Trump tried to do a lot of things and didn't succeed with him. Building an actual wall, he didn't do it. Pulling out of Afghanistan, he didn't do it. Your president doesn't have total and complete power because our fucking bureaucratic Washington government will not allow him to. He is just a servant of the people. He tells you what you want to hear. He listens to you, okay, hopefully, and he tries to push things that you want done or you don't want done, okay? And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. People need to understand that when you go vote for somebody. So if you have a lot of broken promises, do you really want to vote for that guy next time? I don't. And I'm not going to vote for fucking Joe Biden. I didn't vote for him the first time because I knew right off the bat his promises were going to be majorly broken because he was a Washington bureaucrat for 50 years. What is going to make him any better now because he's president? Not a fucking thing. He's still the same guy he always was. Talk about racist. He's absolutely racist. 100%. Plain and simple. Donald Trump is not. I'm tired of people trying to say he's racist. He's this, he's that. Listen, grabbing women by the pussy, that's, I told, I said that before. That's fucking locker room talk. That's all that is. Okay. And everybody does it. Every man who's a real man does that. Plain and simple. But this is how I look at it Donald Trump promised things, he didn't deliver. Biden. Obama, uh, Clintons, Bushes, they promised things that they, they didn't deliver, and they promised things that they did get done. Donald Trump did bring down unemployment, okay, for all around the board. Joe Biden did not stop listening to his lies. I brought it down. No, you didn't. You didn't create any jobs, Joe. People are just going back to work. People who lost their jobs because of the COVID policies that she enforced lost their jobs. Some of them are going back to work. Some are not. Some are so scared over the propaganda bullshit you pushed and your government pushed that they don't want to go back to work because I'm afraid I'm going to get COVID and die. You know what? Let it go. So we have a, t- a train derailment. And what I'm trying to say is I broke off the tracks again, no pun intended, um, that could be used as propaganda, okay, because they're happening so often, all of a sudden, there's three just the one week, and this one was tragic. This one dumped chemicals, and what they literally did was they dug trenches for these chemicals, and they they, they purposely lit it on fire, controlled burn, to try to get rid of it. Now, understand, it pouring into the ground, understandable. It's, it's, it's pollutant. It's killing wildlife. Why didn't the EPA get out there right away and try to clean the spill up, actually contain it? I mean, they contained it into these trenches, but... The trenches now, it's just sucking into the earth, into the trench, for anybody who has a half a brain, knows that, and then they, they burn it, so now they're putting the chemical into the atmosphere, so people who breathing this shit in, this stuff causes cancer, like I said, 20 years down the road, you might see this. But here we go. This is from, like I said, The Independent. I'm going to read the little story really quick. How many train derailments have there been in the United States in 2023? The frequent train derailments are under scrutiny after an ecological disaster struck East Palestine, Ohio. Okay. The recent Ohio train derailment in which carriages from 150 car freight liners carrying toxic chemicals crashed off the tracks in the town of East Palestine, Ohio. This is just one more than a dozen rail accidents reported have already taken place in the United States since the 2023. Now, accidents that are happening around the United States, okay, not all of them are this tragic. They're not all carrying chemicals. They're not all, but a lot of them are carrying box trucks. Some of the box trucks might have chemicals in them. We don't know, but they'll, they'll, they'll throw that at you and go, this one wasn't dangerous. It was just box trucks full of whatever. And, and if it's a powder substance, it dumps into the fucking earth. You better look into what that powder substance might be. So anyway, the accident was not even the first to have occurred in Ohio this year, according to Newsweek, with another derailment having take place on the 19th of January between Treenway and Adams Mill. In that incident, an Ohio Central Railroad train compromising 97 cars and stretching for 1.2 miles slid off the rails, although they were empty at the time, so leaked no cargo and no one was hurt. Now, understand something when I say this. This is what they pushed, that the tracks were bad. All across the country, tracks are bad. They say that, okay? They're pushing that the the on here, the braking system or the axle was broken, maybe a bad axle bearing or something of that nature. I know my cars. So it could have been an axle bearing, which I'm sure trains have the same thing. Could have been bad. But these trains, okay, today's technology and all these trains have sensors, and they let you know what's going on with the train, okay? Before a tragedy like this happens. Okay, but the train, supposedly that was the story and the train derailed. Could this be a pushed situation, a, a fabricated situation in order to push Joe Biden's, his infrastructure plan even further along and say, see, we need to rebuild our infrastructure because we're losing trains left and right. They're falling off the tracks. They're just falling off the tracks. The tracks are 100 years old. Isn't and listen, I get it. Infrastructure around Philadelphia is 100, 200 years fucking old. You got pipes of gas underneath. Houses are blowing the fuck up, Joe. And Phil, well, why don't you get in Philadelphia and turn around and go, we need to cut these fucking pipes out of here and get this gas, these gas lines rebuilt. Otherwise, people are going to really die. But he's not doing that. But this could be a push for their propaganda, for their bullshit. You know what I mean? For their agenda. It could be an absolute push to try to say, hey, this infrastructure plan is what we need. You know, but the funny thing is, you had Kamala Harris a year ago talking about the infrastructure plan. We can't wait to rebuild our internet infrastructure. Fuck the internet. The internet's what's causing all this chaos. Look at right now. I'm I'm sending you a fucking podcast through the internet. It's giving you my spin on a story that's a real story, but could have been fabricated, and. I could be telling you something where you go, yeah, yeah, I ain't voting for Biden next year. And I I caused 1,000 people, 2,000 people, uh, 20 people to not vote for Joe Biden because of his fucking ideologies. When maybe they really want to vote for Joe Biden because they feel there's something that he did right. The internet is not a good place. It's really not. It's instantaneous. And that's the thing. That's the problem. When you got, you know, bullying and shit in schools, anti-bullying campaigns don't work. We all know that. Because of instantaneous internet that can make a little girl look like a whore in literally seconds to the whole school. Then that girl goes along and then she murders herself or, you know, commits suicide over it because the internet's not a good thing. And the internet, like years ago when they said the internet's going to bring people together, the World Wide Web, it's bringing people together, but in not a, not a positive way. So anyway, let's get back to this. Um, no one was hurt in that accident, so excuse me. A thorough uh, investigation into the cause is still underway. A corporate spokesman told the Zane Zaneville Times Recorder, I guess that's a paper in Ohio possibly, and, and I'm sorry if I said it wrong, uh, in its aftermath, adding that he expected his crew to have the cars upright and the scene cleared within a week. Newsweek counts, and there were weeks. this is weeks later, it's still burning off. Newsweek counts no fewer than three further incidents in South Carolina alone already this year near Lake City on January 9th, near Loris on the 21st of January, and near uh, Inori, I, I, again, I'm sorry if I'm saying it wrong, E-N-O-R-E-E, Inori, uh the 12th of February, as well as two in rural California, One each in metropolitan Detroit and Philadelphia and others in Alabama, Alaska, Louisiana, and Texas. As for the Philadelphia one, I live in Philly. And literally just a few days back, a pipe bomb was found along the tracks in a section of northeast Philadelphia behind a church. On tracks, on the tracks, which these tracks lead off of a main line that runs up and down the east coast. Okay. And it pulls in and it goes to different Buildings, now I had people turn around, I, I, I'm i on different sites throughout my, my area, and I had people quoting in there, oh, they weren't going anywhere dangerous, there was no dangerous chemicals, but then when you look on it and you go, hmm, it's funny though, these tracks go right to Northeast Airport, which, if there's a tanker, it's probably filled with jet fuel. Can you imagine that explosion when it pops off the tracks, especially in a populated area like northeast Philadelphia? That area is row homes. It's it's That area of it is is kind of poverty-ish. Eh, I would say middle class, but it's really not all that middle classy. It's more poverty-ish. Very highly populated. It could have caused havoc. Hmm. Could this all be fabricated? I'm starting to think it could be. So with this being said, you have these tragedies happening around the country, all these bad things. And Pete Buttigieg, like I said, he's your secretary of travel uh, or, 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 or secretary of transportation. He didn't show up until yesterday. That would be February 23rd. He showed up finally to assess what's going on there. Okay. Same with the EPA. They they took a little while to get there for their. I guess their second time to really take note on what's going on there. Funny, Joe Biden never decided. I'm not going to Palestine. He's old. He's he's feeble. He's probably looking at it like I, I breathe out and I'm dead tomorrow. He's already dead. The guy already stumbled up the steps in Poland, which was where he's at. That's where he was at. Poland. He didn't. He didn't decide to go to East Palestine, Ohio, and take care of the American people. He decided to go to Poland with a hundred million dollars in aid to Ukraine in the war that's going on. That's only creating World War III. So that was his agenda. I'm going there. I'm doing that. So who ended up in Ohio? Hmm. Literally two days ago, prior to Pete Buttigieg showing up and prior to the EPA showing up again, your ex-president, Mr. Donald Trump, showed up in East Palestine, Ohio. He brought McDonald's, cases and cases and cases upon cases of water. He is a true patriotic American. I don't care what anybody wants to fucking say. Your bureaucratic Washington bullshit politicians who has been in there for 50 fucking years gets on a fucking plane, a very well-catered plane, beautiful Air Force One, and flies his ass to Poland to hand $100 million in aid to Ukraine against the war in Russia, which is only going to create more chaos, yet they're not helping the people of Palestine, Ohio. Here, your ex-president takes his money. Because, let's face the facts, he's a fucking billionaire. We all know that. Donald Trump's a fucking true patriotic American. And I hear left people going, he took a McDonald's, what a cheap bastard. Fuck you, a cheap bastard. What did Joe Biden do? Nothing, zero, a big goose egg. He didn't send nothing. Joe, fucking Donald Trump took, at least took food. Donald Trump loves McDonald's. People need to get over Oh, it's Mc- it's only McDonald's, but the guy—that's what the guy likes. He's a McDonald's fucking freak. Uh, from what I hear, he eats McDonald's like once a week, maybe even more than that. And his big thing, from what I hear, is like it's like two Big Macs and two filet of fishes and some French fries, shit like that. And I'm like, it definitely ain't good for you. And you can see he gained a lot of fucking weight in the last couple years. But that's the guy. He, he, that's he. he it's McDonald's. McDonald's is an American product. Let's face the fact. You know that. It was it was created here. Okay? It's all around the world now, but it was created here. It funds an American business, and the guy's pushing it, and the guy buys... Think about this. You're feeding a whole fucking area, a pretty much a city. You know he spent thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars just to aid of his own money, the people of Palestine, Ohio. That... People is a true American patriot. I will vote for that guy again and again and again. I know he only gets one more fucking chance at this. Is his demeanor suck? Does his demeanor suck? Absolutely. Does he know how to speak? No. But can he run a country? Yes, because he runs it like a fucking business and he gets the jobs done. And if he can't get the jobs done, it's only because bureaucratic Washington is not allowing him to do it. All right, same thing. I said it before. He didn't build the wall that he promised. But I'm sure Washington didn't allow that to happen. He didn't pull out of Afghanistan. And I know Washington didn't allow that to happen. And why? Because I said it before on podcasts back when. Numerous ones. If they would have allowed him to pull out of fucking Afghanistan, he would have won another four years as president right off the bat. But now here we are. Joe Biden's America, $4 eggs, $5 gasoline, $700 to $1,000 fucking oil bills monthly for your fucking heating oil. Joe Biden's America, people, forcing you to close down your fucking businesses over a virus, okay, which wasn't even a real deadly, as they say, virus. It was the fucking flu that they made sound so deadly and horrible. And I fought with people before, left-wingers, that want to fucking sit there and fight me. Do your fucking research with it. The flu. Look at the fucking way you contract it, what it is, how you fight it. Look at all the shit. Then look at COVID. The same exact fucking thing. Same exact way to fight it. Okay? It shows up the same way. You fight it the same way. Okay? How many people did the fucking COVID kill in its first year of existence, from the date it showed up to the next year, that same date? How many people did it kill? Then do your research and go look at the same thing with the fucking flu, the great influenza 1918, and look at from the date it showed up one year later. The flu outnumbers COVID. And I get people say, I was 100 years ago, we didn't have the same, I get it, but it don't matter. Numbers don't fucking lie, and I'm tired of hearing about the numbers. Fuck the numbers. I want proof. And I have proof, and there's my fucking proof. It's it's the flu, people. You're getting the flu. I had it. I got it. I'm not gonna lie. It was it was harsh. It it didn't it wasn't fun, but it wasn't nearly what I expected it to be from what the media and the government told me it was gonna be. Plain and simple. So let's continue. So we got these trained around. Could they be propaganda bullshit? Fabricated stories, fabricated situations, in order to gain uh, an agenda. Absolutely, one hundred percent. These things, these things are happening all around the fucking country, and it, it's it's dividing the country in its own little way. It, and it's it could it be used to try to gain more political power to Joe Biden and his administration. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Make him look a little better. That's what it's trying to do. The only thing is, he fucked up. He still didn't show up there. The guy's a Washington piece of shit. He's not a real president. And Kamala Harris, of all people, she's a cackling fucking crazy nut. You really trust that woman to be, you know, with with foreign policy, with what's going on, with, with everything? How about this? Do you really trust a woman in general? No offense to you women. I know women listen to me out there and hear me out. Would you actually trust a woman as your president of the United States? Because we got one that's a vice president who's not doing her job at all. Not at all. She can't deal with foreign policy and most women can't. And that's where my fight will be with women. Women have a heart. Women have compassion and sympathy. How do you think they're going to react to foreign policy when it comes to a third world country that takes rocks and bashes babies' heads in. They rape the women and they kill men that aren't strong enough to fight in their propaganda bullshit world. How do you think that a president who's a woman is going to be able to handle that type of foreign policy? They're not. Because they have compassion. They have hearts. When it comes to nuclear war and the threat of nuclear war, yeah, I can see a, a, that compassion in the heart being... We can't have this. We need peace, love, and happiness. And trying to talk to people like Putin, like like Xi in China, and saying that we don't need these wars. So with that, I'm going to segue right into this. So Putin decides, okay, we're going to the war. We're getting out of the, the tragedies in the United States that's dividing the shit out of our country. Because you have people like Marjorie Taylor Greene who's calling for national divorce. And what would that mean? Come on, national divorce basically takes you to pre-Civil War America where you have a North and a South or a divided America. And a divided America is a weaker America. I've said it numerous fucking times. You can't have that. We need a system where we actually can get along and come to compromises and make it work. I know we're not there because we're so divided by the color of our skin, our fucking ideologies, our sexual orientations, our fucking religions. We're divided. And that's what these other countries, like Russia, like China, they want us to be divided because they know a divided America is a weaker America. So we pull into this story, okay, from CNN. Putin pulls back from last remaining nuclear arms control pact with the United States. This just happened a few days back, okay? Russian President Vladimir Putin, and like I said, this is from CNN, people, okay? Russian President Vladimir Putin said he is suspending his country's participation in the New START nuclear arms reduction treaty with the United States, imperiling the last remaining pact that regulates the world's two largest nuclear arsenals. Mm, listen, China is a very large nuclear arsenal also, and we have to be afraid of that because China now is talking about aiding Russia in this war with Ukraine, which, mmm. China's on the brink of fucking invading Taiwan, which is just like fucking Russia invading Ukraine. They want back that little bit of fucking land. It doesn't make sense because it's just this tiny little thing. Let them fucking be. Let them have it. And I'll explain this to other simple minded people as best as I can with a scenario because that's how I like to look at things. But in this case, Putin made the declaration in his much-delayed annual State of the Union address to Russia's National Assembly on Tuesday. The treaty puts limits on the number of deployed Intercontinental range nuclear weapons that you uh, that both the U.S. and Russia can have. It was last extended in early 2021 for five years, meaning the two sides would soon need to begin negotiating on another arms control agreement under the key nuclear arms control treaty. Both the United States and Russia are permitted to conduct inspections of each other's weapons sites uh, through inspections, things of that nature. That had been halted since 2020 due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Again, a fabricated fucking situation that caused havoc in the world. While Russia is not withholding from the pact, completely appears to be formalizing its current position for months. U.S. officials have been frustrated over Russia's lack of cooperation with the agreement. U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken called Putin's decision deeply unfortunate and irresponsible. Blinken said President Joe Biden's administration remains ready to talk about the nuclear arms treaty at any time with Russia, uh, irrespective of anything go- ongoing in the world which is the war in Ukraine. We'll be watching carefully to see what Russia actually does. Uh, Well, of course, uh, make sure that in any event that we are uh, posturing appropriately for the uh, security of our own country and that of our allies, said Blinken. I think it matters that we continue to act responsibly in this area. It's also something the rest of the world expects of us to do. All right, so understand, Putin pulling... This treaty and dropping out of this treaty allows Putin to well arm himself with nuclear weaponry. Nuclear weaponry that could land inside of the continental United States. All this happening shortly after a China spy balloon slowly travels across the United States of America, taking numerous videos, pictures, whatever, sound bites. Uh, Flying directly over some of our key nuclear sites, okay, in in this country. What does that mean for that one? It's kind of weird that it it happens, literally, this is all happening at the same time. We're on the brink, we're on the doorstep of nuclear war. And there are so many people out there that don't understand it, especially our youth. I tried to talk to my daughter who's 17 years old the other day about how nuclear war works, how nuclear weapons work, and what it can do, and why, why. I'm kind of glad I live so close. I'm in Philadelphia. I'm not far. I'm just a few miles away from downtown Center City, Philadelphia, That, I would believe, would be one of the key targets, of course the start of America, um, in a nuclear war. I expect to see a quick flash of light and I'm gone. I don't want to live through this. I don't want to live and try to survive after a nuclear holocaust. Because basically it's radiation, and I explained this to my daughter, it burns you from the inside out. So if you live, you're going to die a slow, painful death. Maybe a quick one, depending upon how radi, you know, how, how much radiation you took on. But okay, now you're starting over. Even if you live and you're fucking healthy, you're starting over from scratch again. You don't know how to create electricity. You don't know how to get clean water. I mean, you know how to get clean water, but the atmosphere, is, it's going to rain. And that rain is no longer clean because it's going to come through an atmosphere of toxic nuclear energy. It's going got radiation. You are not going to survive. You are not going to survive very long. You're going to be drinking radiation. You're going to be eating radiation at some point. Possibly right away. Because nobody's really totally ready for a nuclear blast and nuclear war we send people to a bunker the president vice president you know this this guy that guy just a certain amount of people just so we can start to rebuild the united states but build it with what the survivors that live in you know the mountains of fucking alaska where they didn't get touched with it and they're okay we start to rebuild an american society what they need to do is, is See, at this point in time, you've got a bunch of Washington bureaucrats who, they know how to run a country, kind of, sort of. But what you need to do is you need to put carpenters and electricians and electrical engineers and people who actually can fucking build and do things. Otherwise, you're, you're, you're going to get nowhere. You don't know how to rebuild. They know how to just fucking live. And that's all it's going to be. So anyway, China sends over these spy balloons, and this is coming from the New York Times. China sends spy balloons over to military sites worldwide in the United States. Officials say the balloons have some advantage over satellites that orbit the Earth in regular patterns. They fly closer to the Earth and can evade radar. Here's the kicker. People in the left, and, you know, anybody, even on the right, you know how many spy satellites we got? Yeah, I get it. I understand the spy satellites. Okay, but... The spy satellites, they're great, and they can zoom in, and they can see this, they can see it. but these spy balloons travel very slowly. They can take the video as long as they they, can, they, they get better information, more clear of what's going on, and that's what they're doing. So China sends over these balloons, okay? This, let's, let's continue with the story really quick and then I'll go with mine. So in Washington, American intelligence agencies have assessed that China's spy balloon program is part of a global surveillance effort that is designed to collect information on military capabilities of countries around the world, according to three American officials. The balloon flights some the balloon flights come. Some officials believe are part of an effort by China to hone its ability to gather data about American military bases in which it's, it is most interested in, as well as those other nations in the event of a conflict or rising tensions, which we have major rising tensions right now, and we are on the doorstep of a major conflict. U.S. officials said this week that the balloon program has operated out of multiple locations in China. At a news conference on Wednesday, uh, Brig General... Patrick Ryder, Patrick S. Ryder, the Pentagon spokesman said that over the past several years, Chinese balloons have been spotted, uh, operating over Latin America, South America, Southeast Asia, East Asia, and Europe. This is what we assess as part of a larger Chinese surveillance balloon program, General Ryder said. Now understand something. I don't really care, but I do care, and you should care that they travel over Latin America, or South America, or Southeast Asia, or East Asia, or even Europe. We have a lot of bases, a lot of allies, and that's that's called strategic movement in these places. So with them flying over that, it is a threat to our sovereignty. And I'll get into that in a minute, but... Let's continue with this really fast. Anthony Blinken, the U.S. Secretary of State, said at another news conference in Washington that the State Department has shared information on the Spy Balloon program with dozens of countries, both in meetings in Washington and through U.S. embassies abroad. Uh, We're doing so because the United States was not the only target of this broader program, which has violated the sovereignty of countries across five continents, he said. So with that being said... You have China spying to see what we have. So that way they know how to react to any type of nuclear situation. Um, Russia, uh, threatening nuclear war on the United States because of our involvement in the Russian and Ukraine war. Now we're sending troops, hundreds of troops, to Taiwan for training in case of an attack from China on Taiwan, which could also lead to nuclear fucking war and nuclear holocaust. America needs to step the fuck back, and I've said this in numerous times. Look, you can't allow Putin to be a fucking bully. You can't allow Xi to be a bully. You can't allow Kim Jong-un to be a bully, and Trump made that one clear and straightened him right the fuck out. But point of the matter is, you've got these big fucking places, China, Russia, you got you got North Korea, you've got places that hate us, okay? They all get together. They're a big-ass fucking situation that we have to deal with. We all get together, the UN or NATO, we all get together, you know, we have us, France, well, France is a little bit of pussies, but you know, you got England, you got, you got other air forces, you got a lot of good things. Nuclear war, it doesn't matter what you have military wise, nuclear war just ends it all. And we don't want that. Nobody wants, I hope nobody wants that. I hope that it's all just a, like a threat that turn, everybody turns around and says, what are we doing? Get your fucking fingers away from the button. Lock that thing back up. We don't need nuclear fucking war. We don't need to end the world. We really don't. This is the crazy part about this. And I'll try to explain this to simple-minded people who listen. All right, here's here's the thing. You got the war in Ukraine that's going on. You got China with Taiwan and our involvement. It's setting... Our involvement is when we send troops over there, you look at the Philippines, you look at fucking Guam. We got military bases strategically set up around the fucking world. Everywhere. So that way we can deal with these countries that are bad to us. These countries that are bad to us got their military and shit set up in other places. Like I'm sure China has some military shit set up in Russia and vice versa and then around North Korea and other places that don't like us okay, or or that are part of their pact. So in this case, let's use this ideology. Let's think of a cul-de-sac. Now, for people, that's what we call an area. You go down a road and it's a circle of houses. It's a cul-de-sac. Um, or a circle, whatever you want to call it across the United States. Let's say you have a cul-de-sac, okay? Let's say you have four houses in this cul-de-sac. Okay. Four, just four, because we're not gonna use the whole. This cul-de-sac, I'm using the ideology that this cul-de-sac is actually the world, okay? That's the world we live in, the cul-de-sac. You have a big fucking house. You got a mansion with Lamborghinis and Ferraris in the driveway, a pool, fucking hot tubs and spas. It's beautiful. It sits on 10, 10 acres of land on this fucking cul-de-sac, right? Beautiful fucking house, right? Right? That's, that's the one family that lives there. The next family you have, they have a real nice, beautiful Victorian house, which... It's not financially as big as the mansion, but it's beautiful. It's a million-dollar fucking Victorian. It's gorgeous. It's got nice cars and the driveway. It's got Vets and Hummers, Nissan GTR. It's got lots of land. This place has more land than the mansion does. The mansion has 10 acres. This place has 20-plus, 30-plus acres of land. Lots of land. Nice cars. Not quite as money-wise as the mansion. Not quite as powerful as a uh, people or whatever as the mansion, but it's a nice place. Then you have a split-level house there. It's nice. It's an average family, though. They're split-level home. It's not bad. They have nice cars out front, but they're, they're they're Fords, and they're they're Chevys, or they may even have, like, a little Hummer H3 or something sitting out there, and it's nice. You know, they clean them up. They sit out there, and they wash them. You know, maybe they have an above-ground pool in the back. They don't have an in-ground, all right? Then you have a double-wide trailer, okay? And in the double-wide you got these dirt balls. They live there, and and let me hold on. With the split level, the split level actually sits on like two acres of land, not a super lot of land, right? You got this fucking double wide though, next to right next to the fucking the the the, the, the split level house. You got this this double wide trailer. Looks like Sanford and Son lives there. Okay, they got rusted out pieces of shit trucks. Nasty. The grass is fucking five inches high. Five inches is not nothing. The grass is a foot high. Anyway, so, but they have lots of land. They have, they have 20 acres, okay? They have a lot. Nobody on this cul-de-sac really gets along, but they do get along, but they don't get along. Some of them actually hate each other, some don't. These people that live in this double wide are real scumbags, they're dirtballs, they're always out there cursing, the cops are there once a week, and they have a problem with the neighbor right next to them. That only has two acres of land, but they have a a decent split level. And they try to keep to themselves. Sure, they have their own problems. Not not they're not great, but they're not bad. They have a problem with each other, right? They're fighting back and forth. And we gotta listen to this. The rest of the people who live there. You know? The people in the mansion have to listen to this. The people in the fucking big Victorian, they have to listen to this bullshit, right? The people in the Victorian, they keep to themselves somewhat sorta. They own a lot. They have a lot of fucking businesses. They have this and that, but they kind of keep to themselves. But they want more businesses. They want more of this. They want more of that. They want to get more powerful. They want to eventually someday have that big mansion, you know, and the, all the land that they have. So they're working hard at getting that, regardless of what it takes. Okay, the mansion, the mansion on the house wants to play the the the, the police of the cul de sac. They want to be. The powerful ones. Because they have the biggest and nicest house. Not the most land. But we got the power to con- try to control you all. So they're all fighting with each other. That's what it comes down to. That is what's happening right now in the world. That's what's happening. The United States is that mansion. Trying to be the world fucking police. Trying to, 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 to control the cul-de-sac. Okay? That real nice Victorian, that's China. That's China. China has money. They have the, the power. They have... They have the brains to get it done. They can do it, you know. But they 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 keep to themselves, but they don't keep to themselves. There's conflict between the mansion and, and the Victorian somewhat. Because the Victorian sees what the mansion has and the Victorian wants that. The, the mansion wants to control power. And the, the people in the Victorian don't like that. The people in the split level are just normal fucking people. And they're just trying to keep to themselves. But the people in the fucking double wide, which is Russia decide they want to f- I want my land I want that land that you got too that's what they're saying and that's why there's a conflict there between that split level and the thing because that 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 redneck wants the split level and wants the land so they're they're in a bad conflict they're fighting with each other right now so the world police in the mansion which is the United States they're they're getting involved in it so that way they try to keep the peace in the cul-de-sac which is not making the people in double-y too happy cuz they're getting on the side of the people in the split level understand then you got the people like i said you got these people over here in this nice victorian and they're doing their thing trying to figure out how they can gain the power that the people in the mansion have that's what's going on right now so explaining that to you like that is the best thing i can fucking do to try to explain how this war's working the problem is the people in the mansion the people in the split or the people in the mansion the people in the fucking Victorian and the people in the stubble wide all have the power to destroy the whole cul-de-sac they do and if they hate each other enough, one of them is just going to set off the bomb that's sitting in the middle of it then the next one will set and that'll be it that'll be the end of civilization as we know it. Kind of, because like I said, the government's going to put people in a bunker and I don't think they have the right people going in the bunker. They have people who we're, we're going to just, we're going to restart the world, but you better get some fucking people in there who know how to restart the world, not just government officials, not just uh, the head of the state and he can control. Let's just hope a carpenter lives. Let's hope an electrical engineer lives. Let's hope that, you know, come on, Mm-mm. you're going to start from scratch again, people you know how to build things, you know how to do things, but you're going to fucking, you're going to start from scratch. You're going to start from scratch. You're going to be all living, trying to to stay warm and survive around a fucking 50 gallon barrel uh, that's on fire. Plain and simple. You really are. So in this country right now, we need to step back. We need to see what's actually happening. We need to say, yeah, we don't need what's going on around the world. To actually really involve us. We don't. We have our own problems inside the United States of America right now. Trying to just keep tragedy from happening. I mean, but we're divided. We're divided. And that's what the rest of the world wants. They want to divide America. They want us weaker and weaker and weaker. So that way they can control. China's doing a damn good at it, job at it. They're going to invade Taiwan. So we're going to end in, in a conflict with them too. It's going to be World War Three and Eventually, it's going to come down to somebody's going to get so pissed off that they're going to push the fucking button first. And it might start out as a tactical nuclear weapon on a city somewhere over there, whatever. But that's going to create everybody to just say, you know what? It's started. It's time to just, just end and start over. And you know what? I hope God's looking down on people and saying, you know what? There's too many good people of the world that don't want this to happen. And then people have to live. They do. Um, We have to get the Putins of the world out. We have to get the Kim Jong-ins of the world out. We got to get the Xi's out. We got to get the, the fucking Bidens out. We got to get the bureaucratic Washington scumbags out. We need to get sovereignty back in this country alone. We need to back away. From Ukraine. We need to back away from China. We need to back away from Taiwan. We need to back away from these people and say, you know what? We gave you some aid. You're now on your own. That's all we can do for you. We helped you. If you don't want to help your fucking selves, which is basically what happened in Afghanistan. Joe Biden pulled out of Afghanistan. That's what the government wanted him to do. The thing that fucked up bad there is that killed American fucking servicemen. He pulled out of fucking Afghanistan, left weaponry there. The people we trained and we tried to help fucking just put their hands in the air and go, I'm not fighting for my country. I'm not helping myself. And the Taliban walked in and took all the weapons and now they're powerful again. That's what's going to happen. Ukraine is actually fighting. I'm going to give that to Ukraine. But eventually, Ukraine's so small, they're going to be like, I just can't do this anymore. And what happens then? you got fucking Ukrainian fucking president. He might turn around. Zelensky, he might turn around and be like... Yeah, we're, we got to we we got to do something. We're gonna we're gonna cause. He was asking for nuclear weapons from the United States. Like that's crazy talk. Because that guy actually has it in his head that he needs to use them. So so it's it's a good ideology to send him tanks and airplanes and shit like that. Like this guy's a little on the fucking nutbag side. I think it's time to pull out and say. You people are on your own. We need to take care of what we got going on in the United States of America. Do us a favor. You want to kill each other, go a fucking head. Leave us the fuck alone. Leave us out of it. You walk down the fucking hallways of a school when you're a kid, and you see two fucking kids fighting, and you know both kids. One of them is more of a friend than the other, but they're fighting. They're throwing punches. There's bloodshed. Do you go over and do you split them up? Do you go over and do you fight with one of them against the other kid? Or do you just walk by it and go, you guys are assholes? Leave me alone with this. I don't want any part of this. What is the smartest thing to do there? I'll tell you this, the smartest thing to do is basically say, you guys are assholes, dude. Get your get a grip. Walk away. You can go in and you could try to help them by splitting them up and saying, what are you doing? This ain't right. Like you gotta come to some kind of compromise. Or you can just step away and say, it's not affecting me in any way, shape, or form personally, so why am I going to get involved? Where it's just going to now make me the bad guy, and now they want to come after me. That's what's happening in our world right now, and people are not fucking realizing it. Our youth doesn't understand nuclear war. They don't understand how this works. They want peace, love, happiness, rainbows, butterflies, Uh they want transgender fucking things. They want they, they, they don't care about neutral bathrooms. They don't give a shit about this stuff. They don't, they don't see what is actually right. Morals are gone. They're gone. And with that being gone and everything else being gone, our sovereignty is basically gone. We are not strong anymore. China is raising their kids to be fucking military powers. I watched a video the other day showing little Chinese kids fucking know more than fucking... 7 8 maybe 10 at the most. They were breaking down 9 millimeter fucking pistols like they were nothing, to clean them and to, to, to get them serviced up and put them back together, ready to fire. That that alone shows me the kind of fucking country that is compared to ours. Not a good thing, but not a bad thing either. Because we're teaching our kids that it's okay to be transgender and fucking dance around in your mom's fucking pumps and put on makeup when you're a boy. It's okay to go play a girl's sport as a boy and and dominate. We're teaching our kids how to be fucking pussies when they're teaching their kids how to be fucking soldiers. They're teaching their kids how to also fucking be smart. I watched a video, and I think it was Japan. It might have been Japan. It might not have been China, but it it might have been Japan. And these fucking kids in the classroom, they designed a fucking working roller coaster out of everything they had in their class. They didn't bring anything else in. They used desks and this and that. And, they you know, it it didn't go all the way around, 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 around. But they started up high and all the way around the room. Engineering it's that's what they taught teach their kids. They teach them how to be men. They teach they, they I'm sure they're teaching the women how to be women. Probably, you know, put the women in dresses and put them in the fucking courtrooms. Put them in the systems where they belong. Put the men in fucking situations where they belong. And you'll have a strong country. Start to teach American kids the real fucking truth about government, about what happened in the world and get them strong again. Teach them different subjects that actually work to make America a better place. People, that's my podcast for the week. Stay patriotic. I love Donald Trump. Get out and vote for fucking Donald Trump if he runs for president again, which he said he is. Listen, I love DeSantis too. I know they're bumping heads a little bit. Vote for DeSantis after Trump, so that way we get Donald Trump for four years, DeSantis for eight years, and we have a strong, powerful America again, people. And don't let them tell you you're, you're they're gonna you're gonna take away your women's rights and all the shit because they're not. Your fucking Second Amendment rights aren't going anywhere. Your Roe weight Wade isn't going anywhere. We need to really concentrate on what's happening in this country. And that's poverty. That's fucking high gas prices, high fuel prices, high food prices, and the things that actually affect American people. So get out and vote. Make a correct vote on what the situation is absolutely happening right now in America. And stay patriotic, people. I will talk to you next time. See ya!